Hey family, how are you doing this evening? I'm super, super excited this evening. I was reading the word of God and I just was excited. I just been laughing. Some parts of it is funny to me, but we're just going to get into this story and talk about the favor of God. I'm reading 1 Samuel 16. And for those who don't know, I'm going to give you a little backstory. Samuel <clears throat> is the prophet of God and Saul was king of Israel. But Saul disobeyed God and God stripped him of the throne. And now God told Samuel the prophet to go to the house of Jesse because he's anointing one of his sons to be king of Israel. So the Bible says that Samuel goes to the house of Jesse and he tells him to bring all his sons because he wants to anoint him to be the king of Israel. So the very first one that Samuel saw was Eliab. And he said, surely this is God's anointed. He saw him. He saw his body. He saw his countenance. And he just looked on. He looked at him outwardly and just automatically assumed that this would be the person that God would choose. And God had to check Samuel. He had to check him and tell him, look, you're look not on his countenance or on his height or his statue because I refuse him for the Lord. See, if not as man, see, for man looketh on outward appearances, but the Lord look on the heart. So Samuel was like, okay, this is not the person. He went through seven of Jesse's son and the oil did not come out of the horn. So Jesse now a little bit confused and he goes to Jesse. I'm sorry, Samuel is a little bit confused and he goes to Jesse and he's like, hey, listen, God sent me here and you done presented seven of your sons and God ain't choose none of them. Are you sure? These are all your sons. And the Bible says, Jesse said, there is the youngest. Behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said to him, sin, fetch for him, for we will not sit down until he comes. When I say your favor is your favor and can't nobody take it, can't nobody take it. I don't care what they look like, how much money they got in the bank, how many degrees they got, how many people they know. Nobody could get your favor but you. That nobody was able to take what was David. God anointed David for this position and only David can walk and operate in that position. And I love that when I read that Samuel told his father, go fetch him because we're not going to sit down until he come. That means you're so anointed and the favor of God is so on your life that certain things can't move until you get there. Certain things can't begin until you get there. Certain people can't sit down until you get there. Certain people can't move forward until you get in position. Amen. Certain people can't do what it is that they want to do until you get on the scene. He said, we will not sit down until he get here. That's how anointed he was. That's how favored he was. That excited me. That excited me that what God has for me, that not only nobody could take it, that there's something. Sometimes we're worried about things starting and we, we feel like we're going to get left behind. And we got to know that it's not going to even start until we get there. Amen. It's not going to even start till we get in position and begin to move with the anointing that is on our life. What? I love the word of God. That excited me. Amen. So then after he fetched for him and he sent him, the Bible says that Samuel took the oil and the horn and he put it over David and the oil came running down and the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forth. The spirit of God came on him. So now what I love about the next verse is 
unfortunately for Saul, the Bible says, as soon as the spirit of God came upon David, the spirit of God left Saul and an evil spirit came. And then the Bible says that Saul's servant said unto him, behold, an evil spirit from God troubleth thee. I'm glad he has somebody in his life to discern you. That ain't God. That ain't God. That's just a sidebar. We need people in our life that can discern when we not operating right, when we not moving right. His servant said to him, behold, that's an evil spirit. That's not God. And you need some help. So we're just going to read down from there. But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servant said unto him, behold, now an evil spirit from God troubleth thee. Let our Lord now command thy servant, which are before thee to seek out a man who is of a cunning player on the harp. And it shall come to pass when the evil spirit from God is upon thee, that he shall play with his hand and thou shalt be well. And Saul said unto the servant, provide me now with that man that can play well and bring him to me. And then answered one of the servants who said, behold, I have seen a son of Jesse. I want to stop right there real quick. He said, behold, I have seen people are watching you. People are watching you. Everything you do, everything you say, how you move, how you love, how you treat people. If you humble, if you prideful, people are watching you L listen to what this dude said he said behold i see a son of jesse he is a cunning player he's a mighty man he's a man of war a he's prudent in matters he's a calmly person and the lord is with him he straight up gave saul his resume david ain't put in no resume david didn't even know there was a position to be that was open that needed to be filled this man saw him, saw how he moved. He knew that God was with him according to how he was. He was a calmly person. He was prudent in his matters. He was a man of war. He was a mighty man. He wasn't fearful. He had confidence. See, people are watching you. And when people see you and they know that they know the type of person you are, that you're trustworthy, that you're not just talking the talk, but you're walking the walk, that you're not just going to church on Sunday, but doing something else. Monday through Saturday but you real about what it is that you say this is where some of our favor come from because people see you and see when you got favor with God then you get favor with men but you first got to get the favor with God you got to get right with God and then God will begin to put you on the hearts of people because now David just got anointed by Samuel he just got anointed yet he's also being talked about in the palace God done put him in the mouth of the servants in the palace. He not even in the palace yet, but he's being talked about. When you got favor from God, you will be talked about in rooms before you get there. You're being talked about before you even get there. Your name is in the room. That's the favor of God. He said, I know a man. I know a man and God is with him. He faithful. He go to church every Sunday. He be worshiping. He be praising and he be tending to the sheep. He be playing the harp. He be doing his thing. He real about his and he humble. 
He was talking, the favor of God was on David's life. David had no clue. David had no clue that he was being talked about in another room. You have no clue where your name is being dropped. Amen. You have no clue where your name is being dropped. Your next come up, your next level up. You don't know. You don't know who's talking about you. You don't know who's seeing your good words. You don't know who's seeing your faithfulness. You don't know who's watching how you treating people and how you, how you loving people. You don't know, but God knows and God is putting you on the heart of people and they're about to come. You're about to have your come up. Because they are about to bring you into the palace. Amen. You think, you know, people counted you out. Your family might have counted you out. Because see, David's whole family counted him out. His father was like, he the youngest. He ain't nobody. He tending to the sheep. But God counted him in. And not only did God counted him in, made him king of Israel. He was in the palace before he was in the palace. His name was in the palace before he got in the palace. I just thought that was awesome. I just thought that was awesome. And that's why it's so important how we treat people because people are watching you. Oh, your next move, your next move could possibly be in the hands of somebody who's been watching you. If it wasn't for this servant who said, I'm pretty sure there was a dozens of people who knew how to play the harp, who was a good musician. But because this one servant, this one servant saw David and saw how he acted and saw how he worshiped, saw that he was a man of God. His name was in that room and he dropped his name and he was able to get him a position because the favor of God was on his life. Oh, I'm super excited right now. And this should make you be sensitive to what you're doing outside of the house of God. Sometimes we're looking for God to bless us, but we got to be mindful what we're doing outside of the house of God because people are watching and people want to know that you're trustworthy. People want to know that you are about that talk you talking. People want to know that they can come to you and that you could get a prayer through. Ain't no point of going to church every Sunday and you can't get a prayer through because you live in a sinful life people are watching and when you write with God he will make you write with people amen 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 so let's finish reading and then the Bible says wherefore Saul sent messengers unto Jesse and said send me David thy son which is with the sheep see that's another thing too they already knew what he was they knew he was in the house of God you know we the sheep see with the sheep he a man of God. He tending to the sheep. He worshiping. He leading the sheep. He was king before he was king. Amen. Because he was with God and he allowed God to mature him. He let God, you know, strengthen him and develop him with the bears and the lions that he had to fight before he even got to Goliath. He let God mature him spiritually. I love that the Bible said that Saul said, go get him. I want your son, David, the one that's with the sheep. The one that's not just talking about going to church, but the one that's with the sheep, not the one that's saying that he's with you and that he'll help you, but the one that's actually helping you and leading you and praying for you and ushering you into the presence of God. I want that dude because him, 
He's going to be the one that drive these evil spirits away. He's going to be the one that can get a prayer through. He's going to be the one that when he pray the heart, God is going to listen and drive these evil spirits away. So you want to be connected to people that you know that when they call on the name of Jesus, that, that Jesus is, is sending out uh, uh, assassinating angels on assignment to come against the kingdom of hell on your behalf. You want to be around some people that when they open their mouth, that there is things being done, that the kingdom of heaven is is going against the kingdom of Satan. Amen. You want to make sure that the people that you are around can get a prayer through. I just had to throw that in there because I found that very interesting that he said, go get him. I want David, Mm -hmm. the one with the sheep, not them other sons who look strong, who look physically strong, but spiritually weak. No, 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 no. I don't want them. Mm -mm. I want the one with the sheep, the one you counted out because my servant told me about him. He told me, he told me how he prayed. He, he told me how he worshiped. He told me how he's humble and he's a calmly person. He told me how he's prudent in his matters that he take care of the, his father's business. He told me about him and that's the one I want. I, I, oh man, I just love the word of God. So then verse 20 says, and Jesse took an ass of laden with bread and a bottle of wine and a kid and sent them by David, his son unto Saul. And then the Bible said, and David came to Saul and stood before him and he loved him greatly. And he became his armor bearer. Favor, favor, favor. I'm going to just say it again. Favor. So first he was just minding his business with the sheep. God already favored him. The oil only poured out on him. Then because he was favored by God, he was favored by men. His name was being dropped in rooms he had. He, he thought he would never be in. I'm a little shepherd boy. I ain't got nothing to do with the palace. I don't know nothing about the palace, but his name being dropped in a room. Boom. Favor. Favor. And it's something that people could talk about you. But then when the person get there, you be like, man, they not all what you this, they not all that. They not all that cracked up to be. They aight. But that wasn't the case. The minute Saul saw David and he stood before him, the Bible said he loved them greatly and he made him his armor bearer, his right hand man. Favor ain't fair. And you got to know that God has a favor on your life. That there is an oil that only going to pour out for you. That there is a position that only going to open for you. That there's a job that's only going to be for you. That there is a spouse that's only for you. That there is a business that's only for you. And all it, all it takes is for you to get in position. You got to get there. And nothing's going to move till you get there. And you got to know that God knows the, the room to drop your name on. The desk to drop your name on. That your, your name is being brought up in conversations that you could have never imagined. Your eyes hasn't seen, nor have your ears heard, nor have it entered into your heart. The rooms that your name is being dropped in. He is a shepherd in the sh- tending to the sheep and his name is being dropped in the palace. Come on. Come on. 
I get excited with the word of God because he's the same God today, yesterday, and forever. That the same favor that he had on David is the same favor he got for me. And I'm taking it personal. And I want you to take it personal. That God has a favor on my life. That my name is being talked about in rooms that I couldn't even dream of. And not only is my name being talked about in rooms that I haven't dreamed of. That when I get there. That they're going to love me greatly and that I'm going to prosper. That everything my hands touch is going to be blessed in the name of Jesus. You got to have that confidence in God. That Father, I'm going to be right with you. Because as long as I'm right by God, I'm going to be favored by God. And if I'm favored by God, I'm going to be favored by men. Glory be to God. I want to get right with you, God. I don't want to be right with men and not right with God. I don't want to be right with people and I'm not right with God because it's not until you write with God that the right doors open up. There's doors that open, but are they the right doors? And I don't want good. I want great. I want God's best. I want to get right with God. I want to be after God's heart because when I'm at the God's heart, he knows how to put me in the heart of others. Who I love the word of God. Favor ain't fair and you got to know it and you got to have a confidence that God, you got favor on my life. And there's anointing that is only going to be poured on me. I ain't got to worry about who in front of me. I ain't got to worry about missing opportunities. I ain't got to worry about nothing passing me by. You got to have the confidence that nothing is going to move until you get there. Nobody could sit down. They couldn't sit until he got there. You got to have that confidence that I ain't miss nothing. I'm not missing out on nothing. I don't have to be anxious. I'm going to just lift up my prayers to God and trust that he got me, that the favor of God is on my life. I ain't got to be weary and well-doing because the favor is on my life. I don't have to be rushing God. Ain't nothing moving until I get there. Ooh, imagine if you had that confidence. So, so, so often we think that we're too far behind. I'm so old and I should have been at this point in my life. I know I said it so many times until I'm, you know, the Lord begin to give me revelation of his word that you ain't behind. You ain't late. You right on time. If we could stop looking at ourselves and think that we falling behind like God done skipped us over. No, we're not falling behind. We're right on time because God is on time and God knows what Room your name is going to be in. He knows the palace you're going to be in. He knows who's going to talk about you and level you up. Amen. He knows where he is taking you and you need to get right with him so you can get positioned and be in the mouths of the right people. Because it's one thing for people to talk about you. People always going to talk about you. But I need the right people to talk about me. Amen. I need the right people to talk. It's enough bad people talking. I need the right people talking about me. I need the right people getting me into the right room. That servant got David into the palace. But he got him in the palace because David didn't just talk the talk. David walked the walk. He gave him a verbal resume because he watched him. He watched him. The Bible says, walk worthy of your calling because people are watching you and they're looking for you to see if you all about what you say you all about. Jesus said, you will know them by the fruit that they bear. You will know them by their love. David fruit was good. 
And that servant was able to pick off his tree and say, this is the man you want in the palace. This is the man you want. And you want, this is what you want, family. You want that CEO to be like, this is the man. This is the woman I want working for my company. Matter of fact, you want to get to the place that God got so much favor on your life. You open your own business. We, and I, I, I'm getting to that place that, you know, God is dealing with my heart like you thinking too small. You thinking too small. Stop thinking so small. I'm a big God and I could do big things with the worst with the world say it's impossible. I say it's possible. I stop getting out of the mindset that I want to work for a company and I want to get promoted. No, I want my own business, God, and you're able to do it. And I'm not going to stop till I get to that place and say, won't he do it? He said he would. I want to get to that place. I'm, st- I'm tired of thinking small because the favor of God is on my life. And when I, when I got that revelation that it don't matter about the degree, it don't matter about the network, it don't matter. There's, there is no door that can open for you like the favor of God, the favor and the grace of God on your life. Forget about everything else. Forget about if God knows right where to place you at the right time, at the right season in your life. But you got to get right with God first. So the favor of God could be poured out on not just your life, but the life of your children, the life of your children. David was so anointed that that anointing just spilled over to Solomon. And we know Solomon was the wisest man, that he was wise enough when God asked him, what do you want? He said, I want your wisdom so I can lead your people. This is the kind of anointing that was on David's life that spewed over on his, on Solomon's life. You want an anointing that is going to go to your children, that is going to go to your grandchildren. You want favor that is opened up your grandchildren's door. That's the kind of favor I want on my life, that my daughter's daughter's daughters don't have to want for nothing because the favor of God done opened up doors that no man can shut. See, the doors was open that no man could shut. His Jesse couldn't close that door. His brothers couldn't close that door. Because the favor of God, that oil wasn't pouring on nobody but David. And you got to get the confidence in God to know that what's for me is for me. And there is nobody that can take my blessing. (coughs) Excuse me. There's nobody that can take my blessing. There's nobody that can take anything that belongs to me because it's mine. And you got to be confident and have a smile on your face. I don't care what it look like right now, what your situation look right right now, what circumstances look right now. You got to say, uh-uh, mm-mm. And you got to begin to dream big and stop dreaming small Because we serve a big God who's doing big things, who's ready to level you up. Because I'm telling you, there's a lot of things that can't happen until you get there. And so often we think of ourselves so small, like we're nothing and we insignificant. And God's like, listen, ain't nothing moving until you get there. I love, oh man. Mm. I love the word of God. I just really love the word of God. He said, we ain't sitting down till he come. He was king. He was, he, he was already king in the eyes of God and he was the prophet of God. He knew he king. I already know. Cause if that's your last son, 
he king. We ain't sitting down, and you will not be sitting down when the king come. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And you gotta have that confidence. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Ain't nothing moving to the queen is here. Ain't nothing moving to the king getting the building. According to First Peter two nine, you are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. The king is here. The queen is here. And ain't nothing moving until I get there. Ain't nothing moving until I get there. Don't be worried about what's going on in your life. Don't 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 look at the delays as denies. You got to know that the anointing that is on your life and the favor that is on your life that nobody can take it and that there, some things can't even move forward without you. You think that things going to pass you and you don't even know that they can't even move without you. Until you get in position, until you know who you are, because some of us, we are in a position or things are not working out the way we want it to work because we don't even know who we are. We're not even operating on the level in which we're supposed to be operating on because we don't even know that we're anointed for the position. We're too busy looking at other people. We're too busy looking at how many, you know, accolades and how many degrees and how much money somebody else got that we delit- we belittle ourselves and, 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 and put ourselves on the back burner. And God, like, you the one that's anointed for this position. You're the one that's going to break these generational curses. You're the one that's going to bring your family out. You're going to be the one that's going to change the trajectory of your community. You're going to be the one that changed to change. You're going to be the change that you're crying out for. Not somebody else. Not somebody. You're going to be the one to change it. And you got to have it in your heart. I'm the, I'm the anointed one. And you got to ask God, open up my eyes that I can see what fits me. What is for me? What am I anointed for, God? I don't want to do something and I don't want to be somewhere that I'm not anointed for. Too many of us are in stuff that we ain't anointed for and that's why it ain't working. I don't want to be where I'm not anointed for. Lord, lead me to the things that I'm anointed for. Lead me to the right people. Lead me to the right places. Every and anything that got my name on it and my name is in it. Lord, lead me to the place that is for me. David was led to the palace because the pa- he was anointed for the palace. His name was being dropped in the palace. He was being talked about in the palace. He was being leveled up in the palace. You want to go where your name at. Lord, lead me to the place that got my name on it. Lead me to the place that they talking about me. Oh God, lead me to the place because I'm done putting all my energy into something I'm not anointed for. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I want to move in my element, oh God. I want to move in my lane. Lead me to the things that are for me. Lead me to the people that I'm anointed for. Lead me. Well, sometimes we're trying to help people and we're not anointed to help them. You got to know who you called to and you got to know who is called to you. Who am I called to, Lord? Who am I supposed to help? Who am I supposed to minister to? Because it's not going to be for everybody. You're not supposed to help everybody. You're anointed for specific things. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend my life and spend my time in areas that was never meant for me. You want to be in the right room at the right time. And you need the favor of God for that. You need to be right with God so he can lead you 
and put you in the places you supposed to be. Amen. I'm super excited tonight. I'm dreaming big tonight. I'm I'm talking big tonight. I'm going before God and I'm just excited. Before I got on here, I was just excited. I was sharing this message with my daughter. I was like, wow, Lord, the Lord opened my eyes and I'm just super excited. And I'm just going to just petition before God. I'm just going to tell the, tell the Lord all that I want and begin to not just tell God, but begin to operate in faith. Because we, we could talk the talk, but it's time to walk it. It's time to begin to dream again. It's time to begin to walk in that dream and start putting things in order and start walking and living on purpose. Because there is a favor on you. If God has placed it in your heart, move in that thing in complete obedience, not half obedience, but full obedience, because obedience is better than sacrifice. God, rather you go all the way and fail than to go halfway and disappoint him. Give God your all, do all, do it, do it with a whole heart. And let the favor of God take you places that you have never dreamed David couldn't imagine that he would have been in the palace. He was just doing what God told him to do. He didn't mind humbling himself. Starting small. The Bible says despise not the day of small beginnings. He was in the the field dealing with the sheep. And to some people, you know, that was probably one of the dirtiest jobs. His father counted him out. He's the youngest. He's just tending to the sheep like he was nothing. And while they was counting him out, David was worshiping, praising God, being obedient in the small things that God had called him to do. Not even knowing that God prepared him for the palace. He was happy in the small position. Ooh, that just quickened my spirit. He was content being a shepherd. Praising God as a shepherd. Cleaning poop and, and and doing all kinds of stuff. I don't know what all a shepherd do. But he was faithful in the little things. God could trust him in the palace. I don't know who is that for. But be faithful to God in the little things. You want that big house? Be faithful with your apartment. You want a promotion? Be faithful with the job you got. We got to get faithful and we got to get... Uh, uh, content and humble in the area that we are so God can trust us with more we can't expect God to give us more and we're not being faithful in the little we already have David was faithful in the little God knew he could trust him in the palace amen so I'm just excited and I'm I'm so grateful and I pray that the spirit of the Lord open your eyes tonight as you petition before him Lord what is for me That is what we need to go to God for. What's for me? What am I anointed for? What palace am I anointed for? What rooms is my name being dropped on, Lord? Because I don't want to spend no more time in something I'm not anointed for. That's the prayer we need to be praying to God so he can lead us to victory. I am super excited and I pray that you have been encouraged to know that there is a favor and an anointing on your life that is for nobody but you. And I pray you take that to God tonight that he may open up the eyes of your understanding and lead you to his promises, which are yea and amen. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Good night, family. I love you. Bye bye.